0: Warrior Woman, welcome back to the Warrior School Podcast. This is episode 167. Welcome to the Warrior School Podcast, the podcast for women who train. I believe following a plan that works with your body and has a timeline of years is the future of women's training. I also believe women can train hard. We just need to learn how to do it in a respectful way. So Warrior, this is your go-to show for practical information on training, nutrition, hormones, and performance. Myself and tons of experts will help you create a training strategy that works with your body and gets results. I am your teacher, Amy Bowe, coach, dietitian, and the creator of Warrior School. Okay, warrior woman, let's do this. So today I want to talk about the all or nothing approach. (laughs) I want to talk about the pendulum that we love to do tango on. We love to tango between being all in or being all out, getting out of there (laughs) as far away from what we were doing uh, and do nothing at all. I actually just got off a coaching call with one of my warriors and we had such a cool conversation. At the start of these coaching calls, I'll always ask my warriors, what's going on in your world? What's what's on your mind? What challenges or obstacles do you want to talk through? Do you want to work through together? And this warrior shared with me that she was really struggling with the fact that she didn't believe that she could get where she wanted to go. She was unbelieving of, of herself. And so I asked her, why do you not believe, why do you not believe that you are capable of achieving what you want? And she shared with me that she had tried so many things in the past. She was a woman that was all in, all in on things. She went all in on keto, all in on other diets, all in on low carb, all in on tracking, all in on training a lot. And in all other areas of her life, she was all in. She was all in to work, all in to study, all in to her family. And so she had taken this all in approach for most of her life. And so all of the things that she tried before that she went all in on, she got results pretty quickly. And those results gave her motivation to keep staying all in. And then eventually what she was doing didn't work anymore. And this is super common. So we can try something. Uh, You know, we can try a diet. We can start training uh, hard, start training a lot. You know, we can go all in on things. And it works for a while. But then it doesn't. We realize that actually our amazing bodies and physiology are actually really complex. We realize that... We don't have the skill to be able to dynamically adjust our strategy based on what's coming up in our body and based on what comes up in our life. So then we go all out. (laughs) Uh, And that's totally cool because no one taught us how to do that. You know, I believe it's an art to know how to be in fluidity, to know how to be in the middle, to know how to dynamically adjust and modify our strategy and our plans and our systems based on uh, our reality. And so for a lot of us, we then go all out and we feel overwhelmed, we're exhausted, we're low on energy and we feel really stuck because what we were doing was working but then it wasn't. And so then we'll go all in on something else and it will work for a while and then it doesn't. And then eventually we end up at this place where we are super low on energy. Uh, maybe our physiology is really stressed. Uh, and, you know, we've tried training, but it didn't work. We've tried different ways of eating, but it didn't work. So now we're just confused and overwhelmed. So if being all in, going hard and fast doesn't work and being all out doesn't work. That means that we've got to learn to be in the middle. Ah, the middle, the messy middle. But she ain't so messy when you have energy you have a plan that works with your body and meets you where you're at right now and you have someone to support you. So when talking with this warrior, she had a really hard time being in this middle place. For her, training a few times a week and slowly developing her nutrition strategy felt like it wasn't enough and what happened as a result was that she was collapsing uh, the time that she was meant to train in and she was avoiding her training because the story that she was telling herself was that training a few times a week is not enough or just focusing on a particular strategy within her nutrition wasn't enough uh just going for a walk wasn't enough so she she had this story this not enough story and therefore if she couldn't do it all and do it perfectly she wasn't gonna do it (laughs) at all and so then she believed that she wasn't capable of achieving what she wanted to So the reason why we have to come and play in the middle is because often our reality, (laughs) our life, uh, the reality of our physiology, our biofeedback, uh, the reality of work in relationships and family is that we can't go all in. I've spoken about the expectation reality gap before and so this is what she was really struggling with was that she had these expectations of herself that she should be able to train three times a week and go for all of her walks and have a really strong nutrition strategy but her reality is is that there's a lot going on in her life that is very stressful. Uh, She you know, she runs a family, she works, she studies. Uh, and so her reality, there's a lot in that. And this is the reason why we can't go all in is because the reality doesn't support that. So when I've done a previous podcast episode on the expectation reality gap, but essentially what happens is that we have these expectations for ourselves. So we want to look a certain way and feel a certain way. We have these goals or we want to be able to do a certain thing, you know, which is train three times a week, uh, walk every day, uh, follow this perfect nutrition plan. And then we have our reality. And our reality is, is that there's a lot going on. And so what happens is that it creates a gap, And when the gap is really big, we feel a lot of friction and we start to feel like, you know, what we're doing is not enough. And what's the point? And, you know, we we want to we want to be all out then. If we can't do it and we can't do it perfectly, well, then there's no point in doing it. And that's such a false story and an unhelpful story. And so for sure, the work is in. Closing that expectation reality gap so we feel like we are the woman that is capable of achieving the things that she wants to achieve. So there's a couple of different ways that we can approach it. We can readjust our expectations around, you know, how it's going to take a little bit longer to get where we want to go. Uh, maybe my focus right now can't be on a body composition change, that it needs to be on getting a healthier body. Or maybe that expectation is actually not achievable uh, based on your current reality. The second option is that we can change our reality. So I often tell my women, look, I can get you there. Yeah, we can we can train and follow this nutrition strategy and yeah, we can do it in a way that meets you where you're at and supports your physiology and you know creates health and creates results in a shorter time frame if that was your priority, your number one focus. So we can dramatically change your reality. To create the structure and and the focus on the change, on the results, on the goal, but a lot of us can't drastically change our reality, uh, not in a short time frame. Anyway, we have jobs and we have families and little humans, and we can't just put a for sale sign up and and get rid of our current reality. So it leads us into a third option. And that is that we, over time, slowly readjust our expectations and slowly change our reality. And that means that we've got to spend time in the middle. The messy middle Uh, And the reason why we don't like it is because we have to learn about ourselves. We have to listen and receive and understand. We have to track and pay attention. We have to start with one thing when it comes to our nutrition, not 50 things. We may even just start with walking or training three times a week but it's just body weight strength training and they're shorter sessions and we have to be okay with that you know we have to start somewhere Uh, and so the place that we start is in the middle where we meet our body where it's at right now and also, we meet ourselves where our life is at and our lifestyle is at. And then over time, by being in the middle, then we get to develop our own strategy, our own way that works with our body, works with our lifestyle, and also helps us get healthier, get stronger, uh get the body composition change that we want, feel more confident, feel better in our body. You can achieve all of those things in the middle. I think we have this belief that it's either we're either all in and that's the only way that we can get where we want to go. Like for some reason we believe that if we're in the middle and we're only doing one or two things that we'll never get there. I was also on a call with a warrior uh, today as well. And she's at her, at her nine month mark. and everything is just clicked. Uh, and she said, you were right. It was like nine months because I say, all of the time, you've heard me say many times it takes about nine to twelve months for you to build a foundation, for you to build a consistent training practice you'd start to feel like it's it's you got this that you are the woman that trains you are the woman that can do this it takes 9 months at least and so we were just having it was another really cool conversation we we're just having a bit of a laugh where she was like you were right why do we believe these people that tell us we can lose this x amount of weight in 12 weeks but we don't believe people like you that say Actually, you know, it's going to take a long time, but you will get there. Uh, <laughs> it's quite funny. And I think it's because we're so adverse to being in the middle. Uh, but the middle is where you will get results. The middle is where you will build a successful and sustainable training practice. The middle is she's, she's where you got to be. She's where you got to play. And so for this warrior, she's nine months in, she's training four days a week, she's consistently tracking her food, her energy is amazing, she's noticing body composition changes, she just feels, she feels good and she was sharing how it's such a weird feeling to feel at ease but yet so empowered and in control And for a lot of us, we never feel at ease. You know, if we're swinging on this pendulum, this all or nothing, or we're trying to, we're listening to all of these other people and following all of these different ways, we never feel at ease. There's always this this mental load or this questioning. And on another conversation, I had many calls today, so... (laughs) Sometimes if I have a bunch of really cool calls and a lot of really cool stuff comes out of it, you know, I write some notes on my notepad and then I'd love to get on here and record a podcast episode for you because I think it's really helpful. So I was on another conversation and this warrior was having a really hard time with people that were giving their opinion to her on how she should eat. And we've been working together for, you know, almost a year and she's got this consistent training practice. She's never trained consistently in her life uh, and she's loving it. She's loving strength training. She's noticing so much progress in her strength and her confidence. And now we're really focusing on her nutrition. We put in some really cool foundations, but we want to go a little bit deeper on it and create a stronger nutrition strategy. But she is surrounded by people who are are offering their, um, not even offering, who are pushing their opinion of what she should eat on her. And she said to me, Amy, I really, I want to feel secure in knowing that what I'm doing is going to get me where I want to go. And I really love this. Because this is what we often feel when we're swinging on this pendulum of all or nothing. We feel massive insecurity. We don't feel confident in what we're doing. And a lot of us want to know if we're on the right track. (laughs) Like, what is the right track for me to get me where I want to go? And so, uh, I just wanted to share with you some of the things that we spoke about to help her feel more secure in her approach, because that's a really big part of my work when it comes to training and nutrition, is that I want the women that I work with to feel really secure in their approach, in their practice, because when we do that, what happens is that we don't get um, I guess coerced or pulled into the culture or what other people are doing. We kind of stay in our own lane and there's this sense of like purpose and confidence that comes with feeling very secure in your approach and I felt this for a really long time. So I can Uh, see a lot of information, I can hear a lot of conversations about people trying certain things and, and that doesn't shake my confidence in what I'm doing and I think I've spoken about this before on the podcast episode. I am so sure of my strategy and my approach and I have so much security in that that nothing can change that but that security has come from you know having a solid training practice for the last 14 years having a really strong nutrition strategy for the last 10 and I had to develop that myself over time playing in the middle collecting data trying things what works what doesn't work uh, to learn what works for me and my body And the more evidence I got, I collected, the more data, the stronger that strategy uh, and the more secure I felt in that. And what happens as a consequence of that is that we can hear external information. We can read things, consume things with a curiosity. You know, I'm all for, uh, you know, consumption and Uh, educating like knowledge is power but I've spoken about how the real problem is in that we don't actually marinate in that and try it on and see if it works for us yeah we just we just whack it on and we try and do it for a long time and then we're not really paying attention to what's going on and if it's working or not working until eventually it doesn't work So what we're trying on may not be true to you and this is why we've got to slow down and come into the middle. This is why we've got to pick one or two things to focus on, to try on, and then we've got to pay attention to see if what we're doing is working for us or not. And we've got to do it for more than a week or two weeks. This stuff takes a long time. And I know I say that a lot, but it does take years, not weeks or months. It takes years for you to develop this strategy, this practice that is true to you, that works for you, that helps you get to where you want to go. And what makes this way easier is if you have energy, if you have a plan and if you have someone to support you to build this strategy, to help you believe that you are capable of achieving the thing that you want, to help you feel secure in your approach and that you're on the right track. So with the first warrior, what we did was we checked her expectations. So we looked at, okay, well what are you expecting of yourself? What do you want to be able to do? And then we checked in with her current reality. So what's actually going on? What's going on with your markers? You know, your biofeedback, your physiology. What's going on in your life? And then we developed a strategy to help her feel more secure and confident in knowing what she was doing was right for her in this moment, in this season, based on uh, her reality. Uh, And so we came up with a checklist. So for her, because her life was really stressful and she doesn't sleep that well, so her energy is a really big uh, focus. Uh, And so she was never sure whether or not she should train uh, because of her poor sleep and her low energy. And so I said to her, okay, well, we need to come up with, let's come up with a checklist so we can take the mental load off you thinking, is it, should I train? Shouldn't I train? I, you know, I feel like I'm not doing enough or I won't be able to do an amazing session, so it's not worth it. Let's make it a lot clearer Uh, let's make this a little bit more elegant because it feels too messy and chaotic. So what we did is we came up with a checklist. So I said to her, you need to tick these three things off and that will give you a green light to show up to your training. So for her, it was sleeping five to six hours, which is her average because of her current situation. And so for you, that could be, you know, your average might be six to seven or seven to eight. Uh, what feels good for you? What feels enough for you and your body? Also, what's realistic based on your current reality? So I work with some mums who have little humans, you know, and they might average five or six. They might have a broken sleep. And so... We need to look at our reality and what's going on for us. So for this warrior, uh, our first thing on the checklist was if she slept five to six hours. Six hours was like, that would be really cool if we could do that. If she did that, she can tick, tick that off. The second thing was, is she hydrated? So has she... Um, had enough water or her electrolytes or her adrenal cocktail and did she drink less than two coffees? Then her third one was, did she hit her energy intake? So the amount of energy that her body needs and her protein target. If she could tick off those three things, she got a green light to go into her training practice. So this was even maybe she didn't feel super great, uh, but she could tick those three things off that gave her a green light to go into the practice. She showed up and then we just see what happens. You know, I've spoken about this before. We don't know how it's going to go until we show up. But what can be helpful is having a checklist for yourself that can help you decide that's a very clear red or green light. So for her, she doesn't feel super connected to her body. Uh, Her life is very stressful. She has a lot of mental load happening. So it needed to be clear and simple. It needed to be a little bit more elegant in the approach. And so this checklist will be really helpful for her. And that might be really helpful for you. And so we need to find, you know, three things that are like non-negotiables that support you to be able to show up to the practice. So she can't tick those three things off. She goes for a walk instead Uh, or she focuses on nourishing her body better that day. And this gives her a little bit more clarity uh, in knowing that she's on the right track And so hopefully this helps her to be able to show up to her training (laughs) because I said to her, well, yeah, like if you're not showing up to your training and you're not training, well, then like I can see why the mind doesn't believe you're not going to get there because you're not actually doing the thing. (laughs) So we need to actually show up to our training. So the important work becomes, well, why aren't we? So we need to dig in and do some mindset work. We need to strategize you know, coming up with this checklist for her is going to help her show up to her practice more consistently. The more she can show up to her practice, the stronger she's going to get, the more trust she will build with herself and therefore she's going to get results. And so then she will start to believe that she is the woman that is capable of achieving the thing because she's actually achieving the thing But we just need to do it for a longer period of time than two weeks. So the first thing that I want you to think about is if you don't believe that you are the woman that is capable of achieving the thing, can you find someone that can help you with that? So often a lot of my warriors will piggyback on my belief in them because I believe in them 100%. uh, And I believe in them because they... working on their energy they have a training plan and they have me to support them and if you have those three things you can be very successful Uh, so often they'll piggyback on my belief in them at the start and then once they're deeper into their practice so that six or nine month mark they start to truly believe that they are the woman that's capable of achieving what they want because they're achieving it. Because for nine months, they've had a pretty successful and sustainable training practice. They feel stronger. They have more energy. They're starting to see results. But we've got to get to that nine month mark (laughs) and we've got to be doing the work. So if you aren't doing the work or that work is inconsistent, of course, you're going to have the belief or the story that it's not enough or you won't ever get there. And then you'll have this, you know, you'll have this urge to want to swing into the all or nothing. And it's a really hard thing not to do when we feel frustrated and stuck, when we're questioning whether or not we're on the right track or not, when we don't feel secure in the approach. We really just want to hop back on that pendulum. We really just want to hop back into that tango. And so often... You know, around the four, five month mark, uh, a lot of my warriors—they'll feel a lot of friction. They'll have some freakouts, <laughs> and it's because they're not seeing the results as quick as they want, or it's feeling hard, or you know, stuff has come up in their life where we've had to dynamically adjust the strategy and the practice, and take a hard right and pause for a second. And it feels slow and it is slow if we do it right and we do it properly. It should be slow because we want it to be sustainable and we want it to be successful for the rest of our lives. So it needs to be slower. We need to play in the middle. And one of the big things that we do inside of Warrior School is learning how to dynamically adjust and modify the training or our nutrition based on what's coming up in our body there isn't a one-way approach uh, for everyone and then there isn't a one-way approach for us for the rest of our lives we need to adapt the strategy and the systems uh, based on our current reality and what's come up so when you know how to do that you have so much security and confidence in yourself and your approach uh, and that's really powerful. It's really uh, magical, it's magnetic and it's freeing. Uh, it's very freeing for the mind. So maybe we want to just go through some common like all or nothing uh, <laughs> Approaches or examples um, that often come up. So, a big one is with our food. We want to go all in, overhaul the whole thing, uh, you know, follow the diet, the way, the plan. Uh, and we have a hard time just starting with one thing. So, for example, when the warriors come into warrior school, we start with one thing. And that is, do you eat breakfast within 30 to 60 minutes of waking up? If it's a no, okay, that's where we start. That's the one thing that we're going to focus on. If it's a yes, okay, will we move to the next foundation or the next principle? Do you eat every three or four hours if it's a no okay that's the focus if it's a yes okay we'll move to the next one and that is do you balance your meals with proteins carbs and some fats if it's a yes okay we can go deeper and we can go to the next thing if it's a no all right we pause we stand still and we develop that principle So there's a layering effect that just like your training, I believe that we need to layer on slowly over time instead of saying, okay, well, I want to do it all. I want to do, I'm going to do the breakfast, I'm going to do the eating frequently and I'm going to do the balancing of the meals and I'm going to do all the meal prep and all the planning. And some women, some of you might be able to do that. It will depend on your current reality, what's going on in your life, your current energy or your state of your body, your physiology. Some of you might have the capacity to go a little bit further or a little bit more all in than others. And so this is why it's really important to know, like, where am I at Uh, and to know that it's actually okay to do one thing and be get really good at that one thing not from like a you got to do it to be perfect and if you don't you should feel shame but you know we got to practice this one thing okay can I own the breakfast thing can I make that consistent and successful and sustainable and once you've done that once you've spent the time on owning that, then you'll have that for the rest of your life. It's the same when it comes to training. The reason why we focus on body weight strength training at the beginning is so you can learn how to use your own body as a tool. So you can own the movement pattern. Once you own that movement pattern, you got her for life. You ain't going to lose her. It just takes time to own the pattern. It takes time to own the breakfast. It takes time to own eating consistently. It's really hard to own all of these things if we're doing them all at once and we're low on energy and low on time. So we break it down and we prioritize and we pick one thing and we own that one thing. Then we move on to the next thing and we own it. And then the next thing. And then nine months in, you've got a successful, sustainable training practice. You have a strong nutrition strategy. You have energy. You feel better in your body. You feel more confident. Uh, You are noticing changes in your body composition. You're stronger. You will get the results. Playing in the middle. I promise. (laughs) What will make it a hell of a lot easier is if you follow a plan or a strategy and you have someone to support you. And if you're really struggling with all of this stuff, if you are tired of swinging on that all or nothing pendulum, if you really want to land in the middle, but you don't know how to, you don't know where to start, I really invite you to come and check out Warrior School. This is my jam. I love the middle. Uh, I am... You know, queen of fluidity. I am notoriously known for taking the long way home because I know it works and I've done it. And I've spent the last 14 years building the successful and sustainable training practice that I have, building the strong, capable, resilient body that I have. And I've helped hundreds of women do it too. And you can do it, you just might need a little bit of help, and that's okay. So if you want to come and play in the middle, you've got to come and join us at Warrior School. We love the middle. Uh, It's hard, it's uncomfortable, but she's a hell of a lot of fun when you get nine months deep into the journey. That's why I, I keep you for a minimum of 12 months. I ask that as a minimum time investment because I truly know it takes at least that amount of time to build a foundation and to build a consistent training practice, to be the woman that believes that she is capable of achieving the thing and to start getting those really cool badass results that you want. So come and check us out. I'll pop the link in the show notes. Uh, You're going to want to join us this year because she's going on tour as well. We're touring in Melbourne, Australia, uh, Vancouver, Canada and Nashville, in the USA which is very exciting it's our confidently ever after tour you know I believe that you can have a fairy tale with training with your body uh, with health uh, you can have this fairy tale romance and that is what I teach you inside of warrior school and it's uh, it's um, it's going to be really cool to go live, uh, to be in a room with these warriors and to connect with them. We're going to do loads of training, coaching work, uh, a lot of you know lectures and learning, but mostly it's about connection. So this is the year. Uh, now's the time to join us. Uh, so head to the show notes or you can go to warriorschool.co and read more about Warrior School, fill out the application form, It's this short and sweet little application form so I can get to know you a little bit more. And then if it's successful, I will invite you to a free discovery call. So the warrior discovery call is, you know, 60 minutes where we get to spend time together. Yeah, it starts off a little awkward, you know, like a first date, but, uh, you know, we'll settle in. We have a hot drink and I ask you loads about you and your world, like what's going on? what have you tried before? <laughs> what have, What's the all or nothing pendulum been like for you? And then what do you want? You know, what do you want from your life? What do you want from your body? How do you want it to look? How do you want it to feel? What do you want to be able to do with it? What are your goals? And then we do some life coaching work. You know, I take you through Uh, some strategies where I think you could start and then I share a little bit more about Warrior School and we see if Warrior School is the right fit for you Uh, and then we go through next steps. So jump on the website, uh, fill out the application form and let's connect on a call. All right, Warrior, uh, it was so nice to spend some time with you and I will talk to you soon. Bye for now warrior woman thanks so much for listening to this episode if you haven't please give the podcast some love by subscribing now and if you enjoyed this episode please rate it and share it with another warrior woman also if you want to go crazy i'd love if you wrote a review for the warrior school podcast And also share and tag me with your biggest takeaways for the episode on the gram. Okay, Warrior Woman, have a great week in training. Bye for now.